0: What is up, Delicious Faithful? I'm here to tell you about a podcast called Bag of Hammers. Bag of Hammers is a podcast made up of four dudes who work together for a concrete contractor. There's an estimator, a project manager, a superintendent, and whatever it is that that guy Andy does. These four have a ton of great experiences and a lot of profound ideas. Unfortunately, they've forgotten most of them. They upload a new episode each week, and it can be found on just about any listening platform. Somehow they managed to turn boring topics into a comedy hour, and you'll find yourself laughing along. I know I did. You'll feel like you have learned something and not learned anything at all. It's funny. These guys don't take themselves too seriously. They're having a good time. They take a boring topic, like I said, and they turn it into something hysterically funny, something we can all relate to. So go ahead and check out Bag of Hammer's podcast, wherever you get your podcast from.
1: I'm James of the band Shield of Wings, and you're listening to The Brutally delicious podcast.
0: Hello. Hey, there you are. (laughs) Hey, before we even get started, I don't know if you remember me, but you guys were in my cookbook from like 12 years ago. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that was a long time ago, man. Yeah,
2: 2000. <laughs> I was about to cook.
0: Yeah, that was like 2011 or something. Okay, well,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have some history apparently.
0: Yeah, <laughs> okay. we have some history. Well, thanks for joining us. I'm Bruce. That's my partner, Chris. Hello, Bruce, Chris. Nice to meet you guys. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing, I'd say,
1: pretty well. Good. All things How are you? That was, that
2: was that was fairly hesitant.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I wanted to give you an honest answer, and I had to think about it.
0: <laughs> I feel like he might not be being truthful, but we'll go on from there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like in Illinois? Are you brutally cold right now?
1: Um, it's uh, it's a little cold. I mean, we've had far, far worse weather than this. Um, we just got snow on uh, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Santa was a little late bringing it for Christmas, but yeah, it's all right.
0: Huh? How is it? Off? Where are you guys located? Uh, I'm in Richmond, Virginia, and it's in the 20s with a lot of snow on the ground right now.
2: Okay, yeah. I'm in I'm in uh, North Virginia, just outside DC, and it's fucking cold. Yeah, <laughs> way colder like, than I like. Oh man, I'm not used to this.
1: Do you guys deal with it well,
0: or do you no. not like the? No, I hate Dude, it.
2: I don't deal with cold at all. Oh, okay.
0: I want to be in the Bahamas.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, right. people complain about the heat and humidity in, in D.C. in the summer, and those people are wrong.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'll take it. Chris, you want to take the lead? You want me to jump in? You go ahead, Ben. So let's talk about Unfinished. New record, just about out. Um, yes, how sir. do you How do you feel about it? Are you satisfied with the outcome and what has been the early on response to the single?
1: Uh, well, we actually haven't dropped a single yet. We're doing okay. that uh, this Friday. Uh, we're oh. releasing the first music video and the first single uh, as the first single. And uh, what was your first
0: question? Sorry. How do you <laughs> feel about it? And are you satisfied with the outcome? Oh,
1: uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, overall, I'm satisfied that it's. I'm happy it's done. Uh, it didn't turn out exactly the way I envisioned, but usually things don't. Um, there's so many variables and it. Uh, it shaped into something a little bit different than I planned. But, I, you know, I'm happy with it. I'm glad that it's there. It's kind of concrete now.
0: So we just mentioned that you guys have been around for a while and, you know, we had talked years ago. But do you um did you find it a lot more difficult or just different writing and recording in this weird world that we live in now?
1: Oh, well, to answer that, I could it'd probably be a complicated, long answer, <laughs> because uh, the band uh, went on a hiatus in 2012, uh, mm-hmm. and we didn't start picking up uh, we didn't pick up till many years later. So a lot of these songs that were written were written between 2012 and like 2019, but most of them, they're pretty old songs. The um, band was on a hiatus. And in 2017, I approached the guys and said, Hey, I I wrote, you know, everybody was doing different things in life. And I was said, Hey, I wrote a bunch of music. Why don't we listen to it? And if you guys like what you hear, maybe we should make a record out of it. So we did that in 2017 um, and picked 10 songs out of like the 40 something that I wrote. And we kind of polished those up until casually, there was a lot of shit going on in life for everybody. And we actually started recording a record in 2020
0: so right at the right at the peak of this right yeah
1: and did that for maybe took like a little bit more than a year to do all the final tracking stuff you know so um it probably wasn't like an orthodox recording you know studio session a lot of it was done in different places and mostly in people's homes things like that so um amazing i'm kind of trailing here did that answer the question yeah yeah
0: that's great
2: chris so you guys you guys mostly self-produce and self-record then
1: um yeah i mean i did the guitars here the bass here um we did the drums like worked out the drums between here and my place and also my drummers and we did the vocals in a studio the final vocals for the album yeah so then uh, other like the keyboards and orchestrations were also done
2: here so why why did you choose to do the vocals in a studio
1: um i don't think i was confident in my audio engineering abilities uh i don't have an optimal place i live near like a a road okay Uh, like a high traffic road and like audio i mean i guess i could have worked something out here but we just wanted to go somewhere that was nice and quiet and
2: and you can remove that fear of waking up the neighbors or having cars on the microphone or whatever
1: yeah um So that's, we decided to go with somebody that was a little bit more experienced than me. You know, I don't have any formal education in auto, uh, in audio engineering. I just kind of taught myself from the internet.
2: Hey, you can get a lot. I have some friends that are using um, like Nail the Mix or the URM Academy. Their Mm -hmm. mixes sound killer, you know?
1: Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there, man. People, you know, want to learn.
2: There's also a lot of bad stuff out there. (laughs) (laughs) i watched right. some audio engineering video and i'm like what the hell no
0: <laughs> nice
2: yeah
0: i don't know what nail the mix is is that like a tutorial
2: yeah it's like um it's like a metal mix um school so like for instance every month they release a new new multi-tracks from a huge band so like sometimes i think they had born in winter from gojira one month and they have uh everything like all kinds and they get the tracks and then the mixer the person that actually mixes the record sits down and mixes the record with the people for the month and shows them why he made the choices they made and then at the end they have the last week is a mix contest where the students get to mix oh interesting for prizes yeah
0: that's cool i had no idea
2: yeah joey sturgis runs that oh yeah
0: small name small name yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so let's get back to uh shield of wings um are you guys planning on doing any sort of live thing or is that not even a consideration based on the our current uh, climate
1: yeah about that um we're definitely considering it. Uh, we did not set up any shows. We, we didn't line anything up right now. We're just focused on um, promoting this album until it comes out February 11th. And uh, we're working on some music videos that releasing before and after the release of the album. So and those are somewhat mostly self-produced
0: as well. You know, The, the videos are mm. nice.
1: That's so pretty. I, cool. Yeah, the one that's dropping on Friday, I directed, um, I edited it, and I shot maybe like a fourth of it. You know, obviously I'm in it, so right. hired a camera guy and stuff. But um, we worked with a gaffer as well. But yeah, for the most part, kind of self-produced.
2: Amazing. <laughs> so you guys are kind of like a DIY. Yes,
1: yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of what we're going for, man. I mean, if I can do it myself, I'd like to. It's you know it's a, it's all fun so if I can figure out how to do something myself I'd like to you know right, yeah. a lot of it is just limitations because I don't have own really high end cameras you know uh, or anything like that or high end lights
2: yeah so, would you say creatively uh, th- and I'm not I don't mean this in a derogatory way but creatively are you a control freak I used to be. <laughs>
0: i definitely the point
1: where it's like probably hindrance i've i've relaxed a lot more and tried to let things flow more naturally but i mean yeah i I think that answers the question
2: cool i don't mean that in a a drugstore creatively i'm a control freak for sure (laughs) like people don't like working with me because i'm like no fuck that you're not doing that um and I've had more drummers throw sticks at me than I can count on my fucking like man, oh man. But yeah. uh, <laughs> so that right. I asked that. What's that?
1: Oh, I was just going to ask. Do you? Is it that way because uh, you find it difficult to articulate your vision, or is it because um, you just are defiant in what you want, and that's how it's got to be? Um,
2: I think it's because. I played in bands for like a long time mm-hmm. and it always pissed me off that the band never sounded good. So the only way I could make a band sound good is to get them to do what I wanted. And then once that happened, I started getting more success. So then with that came more control for me.
0: So a vicious circle.
2: Yeah, because I didn't want to sound like shit. And I I was always open to other people's ideas. You just didn't like them. No, I did like them a lot of the time, but often people have, often when people are being in a, like when they work together creatively, one person out of that group is predominantly way more creative than everyone else, predominantly. And that person is driving that vision. And that sometimes creates jealousy and competition within the other people that are going through that creative process and they sometimes just put out ideas and stick to their ego with that idea for no other reason than to try and take the person that's driving that creativity down a notch because they don't want to feel less creative maybe that's an over example of it but that's been my experience so i'm always open to ideas when people put them on the floor but like if it doesn't fit the vision i just say fuck it no (laughs)
0: there you go so i'm gonna go back to the record for a second unfinished is there something you want your fans to walk away from some sort of feeling or some sort of takeaway after listening to a shield of wings record or more specifically unfinished
1: um well i don't personally demand anything of the listener but i mean it I would hope that they'd be uh, curious enough to look into the songs and maybe try to interpret some meaning or hopefully it would be encouragement to, to some listeners or help them maybe be a little bit more introspective about their own lives. Um, you know, the, the message and the lyrics, I don't know, I, I, I don't know if I want to say message, but the lyrics in the album um, are born from a lot of, Life experience over the past years. You know, I started writing this album in 2012 and till present day, you know, we, or 2020 when we actually recorded it, you know, um, the lyrics are a representation of a lot of growth that has occurred in my life right. over that time. And um, so maybe, yeah, uh, maybe they could get something out of it, hopefully, something positive, beneficial to their own life. And, and enter, you know, enjoyment from the audio, ex- audio experience, you know.
2: Was it, was it strange going back to songs that you had written so long ago and kind of seeing that portrait of yourself where you were at that point? Yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, definitely. I can relive things from listening to, you know, the songs.
2: Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, Cool. Do you um shoot, I just lost my train of thought.
2: Of course he did. He's Bruce Moore. He doesn't have a train of thought. Hey,
0: dude, you're not the only one, man. I I, I, I totally lost my train of thought because Chris interrupted every, every, with his Everyone's question. got
2: everyone's got weed brain today. Everyone's oh.
0: get... <laughs> Um <laughs> Shit, what was I gonna say? Well, I guess we'll move on from that, but what do you guys have planned next? I mean you said you're dropping the single on this, this Friday with the video and then you're already working on new stuff coming up. Yeah, um,
1: I'm currently writing uh, two more music videos, um, and the next thing, I'm actually editing a lyric video that we're going to be releasing later in the month, so that will be the second single, um, and I'm writing some videos, hopefully we can do two more actual music videos after this, one that will be released before the album, one after so that's pretty much what's going on right now, other than doing interviews and stuff like that.
0: So I think I sort of remember what I was going to ask. When, you, yeah. uh, when you're when going back, to, <laughs> Chris, fuck you. When you go back to, uh, like, going back to your catalog, yeah. some of those songs, like from 2012, they couldn't have been, or were you concerned about how relevant they would have been in 2020? Because things have so, the whole world has changed.
1: Mm. Us. Uh, so- Sound-wise or like?
0: Uh, well, you know, I guess both, right? Because even sound-wise has changed dramatically with, the, you know, technology and equipment, right?
1: Sure. Um, I mean, I wasn't too concerned with that, uh, the perception of it or it being modern or something like that. I mean, I wrote the songs and I think that they were, I felt good enough about them that I was okay with people hearing them then. Obviously the song like the versions that were written in 2012, uh some of the songs that were in 2012, 2013, 2014, the structures, some of the structures were kind of um dated. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe I just learned more. You know, and right. I, I found better structures for the songs, but a lot of things were polished. And I had ideas of things that I didn't have the capabilities of doing back then. Like I didn't, I don't have, I don't have any formal training in like composing an orchestra, but I wanted to do that and better. So I guess just learning over the years, I think I, I improved my abilities to do that and I made the music more bombastic. Uh, so maybe those songs that were written in 2012 or 2013, they only had like three keyboard parts that were supposed to be representative of what an orchestra would be doing. You might have the lead on a piano, some string pads and a choir.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, Chris? Chris? Uh, The only thing I gotta say is I love the flowers in the back, man. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) I was like... I don't think we've ever done an interview with a metal band where there's like flowers in the back sure. or anywhere. <laughs> and those are artificial
0: flowers. Uh, but Hey, Hey, from, at least from, it's an attempt, man. It's an attempt. And from here, I couldn't tell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. I'm not trying to be an ass. It's just, you know, we do so many of these interviews and I'm like, I've never seen flowers.
0: Hey, flowers are lovely. I'm a fan of the nature. I, I nice. 100% agree. Nice. I think uh I think a lot of metalheads uh, have that sort of connection with nature as well just you know you look at all those Europe it. you look at all those European bands all the folk metal bands and in you know like even the black metal bands they're very very connected to to nature So Didn't it you makes a sense movie
2: about that? I did. American yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. I think there's definitely a connection. I don't have anything else, Chris. You got
2: anything? I don't, man. Thank you so much for the interview.
0: Yeah.
1: There's lots of tree metaphors on the, uh, on, the on the record. The album.
0: Excellent. Yeah. We'll have to look out for them. Hey, if fans want to find you, can you just drop your socials for us?
1: Uh, sure. Um, I mean, you can go to www.shieldwings.com, our website, and there's a link tree there. Um, if you type in Shield of Wings into Facebook or Instagram, you can find us there. Honestly, I don't even know the actual. Uh, that's,
0: that's fine. Are you fairly active online?
1: Yes, yes, we we are. Um, the band is, and we're trying to be even more active in this upcoming month, leading up to
0: the record. So. Oh yeah, I know yes. it's it's follow. difficult with life, but it, I guess it's a necessary evil. Sure, follow and stay tuned. <laughs> right on Thank yeah. you for taking the time. I appreciate it, my friend. All right, thanks a lot, Bruce and Chris. Stay safe. Stay we'll easy, talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye. bye.